Welcome, welcome to your Hot Mess Sunday. It is November 30th today. And we are here. We are here. We have a bit of a different show today. Um, In the first hour, we're going to have Rogers GSA here. Uh, Then we're going to introduce our hot uh, topics. I mean, our bullhorn segment that we're going to be doing. And then in the second hour, we have a pre-recorded interview with Brad Creelia uh, that we did uh, before Brad left us. Um, and we kept that whole interview in its entirety, in its original uh, form, in celebration and in memory of Brad Creelia, our good friend. So we just wanted to let you know that um, he is going to be is, the second hour. Yeah. We are, it is going Don't to be, be surprised. in we the present, announcing a lot of things, yes. but we're keeping it. Because all those, although those things he's no longer involved in, mm-hmm. um, it was such a sense of joy for him that we we want to just keep it the way it was. Yeah, and so. we we really do want that last pride and celebration of Brad Creeley. Exactly. So when you hear his voice, just celebrate that he is yeah. there. He is here with us, and all of the exciting things he was able to accomplish while he was here. Absolutely. You toss aside like a pile of leaves. I gotta find some better weaves. Four five me to run around the bend when the government made us around you again. If dying young won't change your mind, baby, 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 right on down. Out of control, but you're playing a role. You think you can go to the 18th hole? Well, you think that's the day of the championship? Baby, baby, right on 
Outspoken would like to welcome representatives of Rogers High School GSA. That means Gay Straight Alliance, for those that do not know. We have mm-hmm. in studio with us President James Pearson and Vice President Casey Cracky. Got it right. Welcome, both of you. You can say hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, and just a real quick note. Just speak right into your your microphones there. Radio mm-hmm. is, is unforgiving when you speak to the side. So. That's true. <laughs> but welcome. True. We're really excited that you took time out on a Sunday morning. No problem. Do you guys normally sleep in? Not really. Not too much less. schoolwork. Really? More or less. Homework. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, you know, we were recently uh, lucky enough to visit you guys mm-hmm. at Rogers High School. Mm-hmm. That for you, Sergey. That was amazing. Not, yeah, and you were in high school recently. So That's true. There That's you go. true. It was, for it was me, fresh. I'm like, what fresh. is this? Yeah. <laughs> what is this big building with lots of <laughs> There are kids here who are not my age. <laughs> what is this? Lots yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we were lucky enough to mm-hmm. to uh go to Rogers. And what was shocking I think to Sergey and I is you guys really have your together. You uh, know, you guys really know what together. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Tell us first let's start out. When did you two take the positions of president and vice president? Uh well, I took the pres- uh position of president last year but my sophomore year our president wasn't really there and i was vice president then so i kind of took over around middle of sophomore year mm-hmm. nice that's awesome um i joined gsa last year so i was vice president and then this year i became vice president but i was more active than the rest of them so gotcha. what made mm-hmm. so what made it to where you two wanted to take such an active role uh well, I grew up with my aunt, and my aunt was a lesbian, and she had all her friends around me, so I was raised by a wild pack of lesbians. Sure. Nice. <laughs> As we all really should. Yeah. Actually. Uh, and just seeing the community that I was surrounded mm-hmm. by, I wanted to be part of it. I didn't see why there should be anybody that shouldn't be part of it. Sure. Yeah. And for you, Casey? I've never really known much about the gay community. And then James was like, hey, we have GSA. Come join. So I was like, okay, I'll join. See what it's about. And I started learning more about the G- like the LGBTQ community. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of got more involved as mm-hmm. the year went on. Nice. So you yeah. are definitely representative of the, you know, you two together, the alliance that is. Now, Rogers GSA has been around it's for a while. Yeah. Yes. Since 1996. So that's almost, what, 20 years? 96, 2006. Yeah. yeah. See? See? Now, Sarah, you've yeah. been very key in our um, youth outreach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the GSAs. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a big deal because I yeah. mean there are still high schools, well, as you said, that <clears throat> there don't are a lot have of high schools that area. don't have one. There are a lot of high schools that can't maintain one. I mean, so many times high schools have GSAs, and then the next year it's gone because the one person who cared left essentially. Right. Um, but it's 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 interesting to me that Rogers has so many people that care right? constantly, and it's such a big program. What I mean, what is it like to know that you always have the GSA there, and it's such a strong yeah, community? I mean, uh, it's really comforting knowing mm-hmm. that at a school, especially around the area that we live in, it's yeah. really accepting of everybody who comes there. Sure. Yeah. Well, and your advisor, uh, remind me. Uh, Barb Sylvie. Sylvie. Bar- Barb Sylvie. Mm-hmm. So talk about outspoken. Yeah. <laughs> so outspoken is... and an un, uh, uh, untiring advocate for for you all's mm-hmm. position in that school. And such a huge ally. Wow. Yeah. Like she blew us away as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um what is it like? So is she a guiding force to you all or, you know, what is her role as your advisor? Well, it originally started with uh, there was a student who mm-hmm. uh, came out as a lesbian and then she got kicked out of her house by her family. OK. And she was living in the school 
And when Miss Sylvie found out, she said this isn't right. So she adopted her as her own daughter. Wow. (laughs) And that person was the first person to start the GSA along with Miss Sylvie as the advisor for it. And Miss Sylvie just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. She really is. And really, that's the the ultimate ally is she cares so much for someone as a human being that she is willing to Mm -hmm. go out into Mm -hmm. a world that maybe she doesn't understand at that point. And be your advocate. Um, as Rogers GSA, are, are you guys aware of the other schools and their GSAs? Are, is that in your realm when you're working that, oh, there are these schools and there? You guys are like the epitome mm-hmm. of what should yeah. be happening <clears throat> at the high schools. And other schools who might have a GSA, maybe they're not as active or they don't have one at all. Is that something that you all are aware of? It's definitely something that we're aware of. Like, we try to, like, involve all of the other high schools right. while also just being our own high school. Like, last year we went to Shadle, and then we recently just started one at Shaw. Mm-hmm. So we're really wow. trying to, like, get ourselves out there while building up every other GSA. Sure, sure. A well, community it, it effort, really. So you guys are kind of like a mentor program mm-hmm. to these schools that – because I think you – I and correct me if I'm wrong, this could be false statement, but mm-hmm. pretty sure you guys are the oldest one in Spokane. Yes. Yeah, I think we are. That is yeah. correct. So what so you mentor these other places. You're kinda uh, helping the ones that want help? Uh yeah, we've reached out to a couple ones and we even got a middle school that's a feeder into Rogers, mm-hmm. a GSA nice. put into there. Wow. That's see that's Crazy. impressive. Middle schools are usually where they don't happen. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, because that's as we get do. into high school, we tend to develop exactly. a, opinions exactly. in the mind of our own and, and all I that. I think it's so important to start so early. Oh, so early. very much mm-hmm. so. Has there been pushback? I mean, you guys have been at it a while, but has there been any pushback from parents? Uh, there have been a couple cases where there's students that come to our mm-hmm. GSA where they can no longer attend because their parents just don't want them there in general. Okay. Uh, their parents really aren't accepting of them, and they'll still try to come when they can, but there's been cases. Well, it hmm. always shocks me is what they, what do they think is happening there? We went yeah. in and we witnessed GSA, and I've, I've been part of GSAs, of course, but it's basically a group of kids who believe in something, and it's that's, that's what it is. It's not like mm-hmm. this big recruiting it's, ground yeah. where it, there's a group of people with toaster <laughs> yeah, big, ovens over yeah, here, right, and you have to right. sign the contract, I'll be gay. Yeah, like, exactly. Because I want the toaster Here, oven. sign the agenda right. so we can, you know. <laughs> we don't do that. Um, what is the future for you guys? Like, what do you what do you foresee? You take office in the GSA. What, what plans do you make for your GSA as, you know, what activities do you guys do? Uh, well, we definitely try to do a lot of community service. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, that was Casey's position. But she went and tried to find community service that our GSA could take. And that way we could get involved more with our community around us. So what did mm-hmm. you find, Casey? I, just, I know there's a Christmas Bureau. Like, I didn't personally find it, but we had they were like right. A lot of them I didn't actually find because I yeah. didn't know how to start. But we did also get our name out there a lot. And that's also, like, one of the big things that we do. And Miss Sylvie also helps with that a whole ton. Sure, that's sure. Good. What do you think, you know, Sergey and I talk about the one of the shocking things is there's so many of you mm-hmm. uh, in the GSA there. And that's not typical in some schools, especially in Spokane, where there's maybe yeah, three. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think the, the problem is there? Why do you think in some schools kids don't get involved? I think it could definitely be because there's not something already there. They don't know there's an ally there to be advocating for them. So they become really timid and they're not wanting to mm-hmm. seek out somebody to help them sure 
Yeah. And I, I think we even met a few that you guys uh, had us meet some of the kids involved talking about specific ones who were quiet in the beginning, who didn't feel enough confidence to have a voice and how they've changed <laughs> because they're surrounded by support, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's an amazing part of gay straight alliances across the nation are, are right. Those. Well, it's it's having it's knowing that just because someone is different than you doesn't mean that they're going to dislike you because of that you know i think that's a big proponent of the gsa that's why i think it's beautiful because a lot of the times i know when uh lgbt kids come out um or even the adults come out you know the biggest fear is oh my gosh what do my straight friends think of me right am i gonna lose um, my whole yeah social, exactly and so know, network that's it's that's what's so important about the gsa so have you guys found a lot of str- support from uh not only the lgbt community but also the allies in your school uh, we definitely get support from allies. We've worked mm-hmm. with a couple other of our clubs at our school before sure. to do different events. Uh, probably the biggest person outside of our school that's helped us is the Imperial Sovereign Court. They, right, right. They, You guys had great stories about them. Yeah. <laughs> great story. Because they, uh, they came right in. You guys wanted to do a drag mm-hmm. show. This was my favorite story. Didn't know where to begin. And they came right in to help out. Yes, it was very nice to have them there. Mm-hmm. They did makeup. They did. You guys were fierce. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you had a drag show. Let's just talk about that a bit. How 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 did that happen? Where did that start? Whose yeah. idea? Tell it, us about it. It started with our president of sophomore year. His sure. name was Jacoby. Okay, uh, and he just really, really, really wanted to do a drag show after watching RuPaul. Right, and so Sylvie's like, "I'll see what I can do." So she got in contact with. Spokane Falls Community College mm-hmm. and the Imperial Sovereign Court, and they both came over and they helped us out, and we held it at uh, Spokane Falls Community College, and right. uh, the Sovereign Court helped us put on makeup, find dresses, did the whole nine yards with it. Sure. Was how the community? Uh, how was the acceptance from the community? I think it went pretty well. Uh, we got a couple teachers from our school to come. Oh, That's nice. fun. Nice. Yay. I'd, I'd love to see a couple teachers dress up in drag. Right. That would have been better. It is impossible yeah. to go to a drag show and not be entertained. That's true. It is. Unless you just want to be really, really grumpy. So so now did both of you participate in the drag show? Did you guys do drag? Has there been one since you guys have been yeah. in the in the GSA? Uh, well, last year we didn't end up doing one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just never kind of went through. Mm-hmm. I did participate when we had it on my sophomore year. Sure. I was a freshman then, and I didn't participate in anything but for, for school. Like, I went home, and I slept. <laughs> that's all I did. So yeah. I did not participate in it. During that freshman year, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it happens normally. Do you have, what's the next big event you guys are going to do? Just some activity you guys have on your books that you're doing next. Well, one of the big things that we're doing is, uh, a couple years ago, one of our mm-hmm. vice presidents found a video on YouTube of these people that went online and just found a whole bunch of articles on gay teens who committed suicide. And they filled up a balloon for each one of those people over the past year. Mm -hmm. And there were some odd hundred of balloons that were filled up. Wow. And we took that video and we just made it for anybody that has had an impact on you, a family member or a pet that died and you could buy a balloon. And we're going to be releasing that on November 19th at our school. That made me sad. Yeah. But beautiful. That's sad in a happy beautiful. way. Um, <laughs> sad so in a happy way. Mm. that's going on right now. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. for the kids or can the community go, I want to buy a balloon? 
Uh, definitely. If you were to email Miss Sylvie, mm-hmm. uh, her name, her, it's barbs at spokaneschools.org. Okay. Nice. She'll definitely be able to get in contact with you and you can buy one. And this mm-hmm. is a fundraiser for you guys, right? For yes. the GSA. What? First of all, two amazing things. You get to do something that's beautiful. When my father passed, we did that for him as a memorial. It's a beautiful thing. And you get to support a really good organization in our schools mm-hmm. um, right now. So I actually think, you know, we challenge the uh, I think we do challenge the listening them. audience yeah. to do this. Now, you said to there was a video that started. Are you guys doing your own video? Uh, we did a video last year when we did it. And yeah. that video got mm-hmm. posted online. Yeah. And we have it on YouTube, and Miss Sylvie would be happy to give it out to you guys if yeah, you want cause, it. Yeah, because we'll be contacting her. Because I think yes. that's amazing. Um, I, when I is the? When are you doing it? November nineteenth. November nineteenth. Oh, so it's going to be. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so we'll have that. <laughs> yep, we'll that. have that up for you uh, to participate in. So as you guys uh, exit high school and go into you know the world, the community. What do you expect? What do you? I mean, just just in life in general, but LGBT as well. What do you expect? What are you looking for? Um, for life? Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to be uh, an author. Sure. Because when I was a kid and I first started realizing my sexuality, mm-hmm. I noticed that there was never really a gay hero that you could look up to. Sure. And I want to be one of the first authors where young kids come out mm-hmm. that can have that. Right. That's amazing. So you have stories in your mind. You have all these. Definitely. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just again say that uh, James Pearson. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be seeing him was on the shelves of uh, Barnes and Noble soon. <laughs> we know. We mm-hmm. knew him when. Yeah. Um, I think that's amazing to have those kinds of dreams. And I love that you want to be a positive role model for others. What do you dream of, Casey? I really want to be a teacher. So yeah. I want to be oh, that nice. support of like Miss Sylvie, but except not Miss Sylvie. Like I just want to like be that support that kids have for like, right? everything sure. and anything that they have issues with, and I just really want to be their support. I right, think that's right. amazing because we need more of that in we, our schools. We need more good teachers. We need more good teachers, and maybe we need to let's balance out the professional athlete salary so that we can yeah. pay our teachers <laughs> better. Because yeah. good teachers are hard to find, and we mm-hmm. need to reward them. We so really I think do. that's an amazing thing to want to be. Um, Teachers really started all because you guys are in. It's always when we are beginning to step out on on being mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. an adult. We are still passionate. We still believe. We believe in change and hope. And then right. as we get older, some of us, obviously not me, but some of us get jaded. Some of us lose, and so it seems like that's when people start saying, yeah. "Well, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't even matter." Um, you know, I'm not going to do this. And we're going to talk about that. We a are going to talk about that in a minute. Bit. But you guys are at that perfect mm-hmm. point. I don't never lose that passion. Mm-hmm. To be a teacher is to continue to encourage that fire, and I think that's amazing. To be take on the responsibility of being a role model while doing something you love. Mm-hmm. Those are great things, and we at Outspoken definitely thumbs up for that. Yeah, we support any outspoken and any passion you have. Passion cuz feel we're, that fire. We're not passionate at all. Mm-hmm. On our show. Yeah. And we're not entertaining and we're not, just kidding. Some people call me uh vigorously passionate. They're like, vigorously "You are passionate. attacking me with your passion. Stop it." Right? And some people tell Sorry. me, "You're very intense." Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. That's, yes, that's I am. A, and if you yeah. can't handle it, yeah. bye-bye. <laughs> Bye Felicia. Bye Felicia. Um, <laughs> yeah. But something that we want to invite you all 
typically spotlight segment, you know, we want to definitely uh, spotlight the great things of mm-hmm. the organizations we have on. And then, you know, we move on. But today, because you all are, you know, outspoken, opinionated um, people who are going to make change because you're in that generation that makes change, we're going to invite you to stick around and have some opinions with us. Sweet. Talk the talks. Fun. Talk <laughs> can't wait. Talks. Talk the talk. Because yep. you and I, Sergey, are going to unveil a new segment. We are going to launch this new thing, and it's great. It is. And it is called, Jonathan. It's the bullhorn the segment. Bullhorn There's going segment. to be a little like sound effect. We already have the pictures. Yeah, yeah. we do. We did we a little do. photo shoot. We have a little. We have bullhorn pictures. They're but great. this is the I bullhorn, and mm-hmm. what we do once a month is Sergey and I pick up topic that we are very passionate about. Yes, something we are intense about. Inten- yes, yes, we're intense, vigorously passionate, vigorously passionate, and intense. Yeah, about, and we're going to sound off on it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is our call to the community outside of these walls to say, feel free to share your opinions on what we say because we always share your always, opinions. Always, um, always do. We welcome them. We mm-hmm. might not always agree with them, but we welcome them. <laughs> so we're going to start off this segment with the bullhorn. Okay, and. We pick a subject, and I have picked mine. Mine is okay. based on freedom of speech. That's awesome. I right? think we start off with yours. Okay, and then we're going to go right to yours. And then we'll so go I'm going to have my um, what did uh, what's his name Springer Jerry Springer used to have a like crazy show, and at the end he would be all somber and give this great right. speech. It was very <laughs> yeah, strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to do my little my little great speech. Okay. Great speech. Let's hear your great. And then speech, I want to talk about it talk because about... I do believe in this country freedom of speech has been mm-hmm. changed with the way that we we use it with the way that we say it to excuse our behavior mm-hmm. that we have lost i believe the meaning of what freedom of speech should be freedom of speech it's one of the fundamental building blocks of america it's synonymous with apple pie the star spangled banner and hard working people striving for a dream it allows us the right to speak freely to share opinions, to join in the exchange of ideas. It's freedom of speech that created this platform and gave us a place to be outspoken. And I believe freedom of speech at its best is there to help create dialogue, to find our common ground, and to somehow move forward together. Now, I don't know if you've peeked at the world lately, but what we seem to do under the veil of freedom of speech is a poor bastardization of a worthy concept. When we bring guns to town hall meetings where the president of our country is speaking and we call it freedom of speech, when we sit across the aisle in our nation's capital refusing to work with each other until we shut down our very government and we call it freedom of speech, when we use emotions and fear to try to pass laws that restrict and deny the rights of our neighbors and call it freedom of speech, then we have made a mockery of that freedom. Instead of using this constitutional right to create positive change and conversation, we believe instead that it gives us license to keep us standing still. We in the LGBT community are no better than our fellow man. We have become snipers, sitting in our armchairs and criticizing those who try. Instead of building each other up, we use our voice to stand on our mountaintop and take aim. The beautiful thing is that we live in a country where we have every right to criticize, but then we stop there and we go home. I believe freedom of speech comes with more responsibility than that. 
if you are going to get so worked up and criticize the world, then stand up and do something. If you choose to stand up and do something, do so with wisdom and a willingness to start a dialogue because the venomous accusation and vitriols are the same thing as fighting to stand still. And that is not welcome here. Always remember, destruction only begets destruction. It is in creation and a sharing of our ideas that we find life. Before I comment on that, I think that sounds like a speech the president would give. <laughs> so I accept the vote. Yeah, <laughs> you accept the vote. But it makes me angry because I believe, you know, when mm. President Obama had his first term, he went around the country and did town hall meetings. He did. There were people who did not agree with his gun control ideas. So they would show up at a town hall meeting with guns where the president was. Well, and I remember thinking, I understand disagreeing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that takes it to a level of such disrespect. That complete disrespect. That there your is president, no chance. The person leading your entire country, no matter how much you dis- disagree. And that's not looking for a dialogue. No. That's just looking to say your piece and go home. Exactly. And I think that's where we've gotten away from what freedom of speech was supposed to be for right well and i think in our in our society what happens a lot of the time is we spit out our opinions we spit out what we believe and then we don't let the other person talk and we shut it down we are not well we're not, not willing to speech. hear exactly your piece here's you the just thing. say what you want and then shut it down i disagreed with the bush administration yeah. many times yeah but he was the president of the country i said my piece i did what i thought to help make changes, mm-hmm. but I didn't show up to the White House with a gun. Because the fact is, he was elected. Yep. Now, that, as... That's what the people wanted. As high school students coming into your own, once you hit that magical 1-8 number, you have a vote. What do you think about when you look out there? What do you think about freedom of speech? You've been in this uh, era where I think it's been this crazy twisting of what it was. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I'd like to get that speech for my debate class. That, that'd that be a great speech yeah. to give. Nice. <laughs> That's so sweet. I'll send it to you. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but I definitely think from what we originally had, the freedom of speech was to stand up against something that was actually holding us back as a society. Mm-hmm. And we've warped it into this image where you can use it to harm others instead of helping the progress of America. Yeah, and I think we've stopped using it for that very word, progress. Mm -hmm. It's not about progress. It's, oh, I can tell you why you're wrong. And then there's no, if there's no action beyond that, you know, how do you do it? Um, Casey, what are your thoughts on freedom? Just give me this look like, don't ask me that question. (laughs) What are your thoughts when you look out there and you see, you know, we've just come through, you know, election recently, We've seen the ads. We've seen the fighting. What is your your thought as you look towards the world? More often than not, I see, like, negative comments, and they're like, oh, freedom of speech, I can say whatever I want, you Mm -hmm. suck. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like, no real, like, positive progression, like what James was saying, and I feel like that's definitely altered the main perspective of what the people were saying. Like, when they said freedom of speech, they're like, okay, we we needed this foundation that can make things go forward and not backwards, but we're not really going anywhere we're just kind of sitting right right you know you sergey you have said many a time about really mm-hmm. what the com- the country was started for when we talk about religious liberties all the time all which the time. is i we started because we wanted to separate from the oppressive religion, religion. 
exactly oppressive Britain, oppressive religion, oppressive, honestly, government. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know that we're much different than what Britain was right. back in the 1700s. I think we have become the thing we have escaped from. And I don't think that we have the true freedom of speech that we have fought for, that our founding fathers have fought for. The First Amendment to the Constitution is about freedom of speech, and we have taken it and twisted it. Because, I mean, if you look at, like, I'm addicted to coffee houses. I'm already wired on coffee this morning. (laughs) I can't live without it. Coffee houses started Mm -hmm. over across the ocean. Mm -hmm. As places where people got together to discuss ideas, discuss ideas, yes. talk about philosophy, philosophy, talk about society, to exchange with people that didn't necessarily agree with each other, but it was that dialogue, mm-hmm. which is what we try to encourage here. Yeah. Then we come to a country where we get to start over, and we want to work together and figure out how we cannot be a society that oppresses everyone else. And instead, hundreds of years later, we work we. S- seem to spend a lot of our time trying to figure out that if I disagree with you, how can I make your life invalid? Definitely. You know, I mean, we watch transgender Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, young men and women being killed because we don't understand it and it scares us and some of us are violent and we do that. We spend millions of dollars in political donations to fight Mm -hmm. our fellow neighbors Instead of using it on what can help our society. Thank you. We shut down a government. All the time. Twice we shut down a government. Mm -hmm. That should never, ever be an option. Mm -hmm. Because you are working for the American people. And what you just proved there is that you're going to be so stubborn and act like you're two years old that you're not going to work. And guess what? These are our tax dollars. Our money is going to them for them to A, shut the government down. And honestly, this is completely mind-baffling to me. I am giving tax money to people who represent us to fight against my own rights. Not okay with that. That's not not okay with that. I'm not... Right. And yet you have Come stated on. a fact in, mm-hmm. when we were talking about the elections. That's the right. 14 percent. Yeah. 14 percent. The Congress support right now is at 14 percent, which there is the no lowest way. since Watergate. Come on, guys. Watergate, <laughs> Nixon. Uh, right. And yet 90 percent of congressmen get reelected every single year. What is 90%. it that we have become so apathetic that we even fight against ourselves? Oh, and uh, that's what's happening. And here's the thing. I'm not afraid of criticism. I'm probably going to get plenty of it oh yeah for just saying what i stated and we, i don't think you should be afraid of criticism oh no and speak we, that's your mind the whole point of being outspoken yes. but here's the thing everybody who disagrees with me has the right mm-hmm. to disagree with me what mm-hmm. you do not have the right to do is to silence me yeah and what i'm saying is and spokane we are it happens here it happens in the lgbt community in spokane what i'm saying to yeah. you is i get it if you don't like what's going on but I'm asking you to figure out a way to start a dialogue to change that instead of sitting there at home and just telling people mm-hmm. how they're horrible. That does us no good. Absolutely And I'm not. done accepting it. Absolutely no. I think no freedom more. of speech has more than just you saying stuff. People obvi- oftentimes misinterpret freedom of speech as freedom of voice but that's not that's that's not really the whole essence of it. Right. There's so much more to it. You can't you can say whatever you want but you right. have the freedom well, to do more than that. And we've talked, especially when the election happened, yes. with people who talk about how horrible everything is, and then they follow it up, dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot. But mm-hmm. I'm not voting. But <laughs> I'm not Here's voting. Here's the thing. I'm going to say this on Facebook, but when it really, truly matters, you're not going to hear me. And yet, you can right. give me the same fight that I've heard for decades, but my vote doesn't matter. And doesn't. Well, you know what? What really doesn't matter? Mm-hmm doing nothing exactly funny how if nothing changes 
nothing, nothing changes. changes. <laughs> That's not Shocking. easy math, is it? No, right, <laughs> it is. So I do hope you guys are like voting like the minute 18 comes around. Definitely. I already did. I already turned 18 in <gasps> oh, September. Did you vo- so I did vote. Oh, perfect. So proud. That makes How me close so happy. are you, Casey? Well, I'm 16. So Two more years. You <laughs> a couple get more. in there and you plan on, do you believe in voting? Not necessarily. Okay, my no, mom's given me this mindset that just things don't matter. It's like okay, that our sure. voice doesn't matter. So I'm kind of like, okay, but then you guys are like, eh. My mom's like, eh. Well, you know right. what's fascinating, Very though? On this. <laughs> I will say what's fascinating <laughs> about that. Because everybody, as we've stated, everybody in freedom of speech has a right to their, their opinion. What's funny about that is, okay, so you, you don't, you know, you've heard and you believe that maybe, you know, voting doesn't matter. And yet you're very active. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're active mm-hmm. in organizations um, that do make change. So when you look at voting, how do you look at, obviously you want to affect change. Yes. So how is, so how do you view, so you're not going to, you know, how do you view your life ahead um, in this country? How do you, how do you view what you will do? Um, well, the way I'm interpreting your question is like, how are you going to like, how is like, how do you differ between the two of like voting and activism? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like activism is more like you're being active and your actions count louder than words on a piece of paper. So like, if you just bubble in this thing that says, oh, I want this person to be president, it doesn't right. mean as much as, oh, I'm going to do this and this is my actions getting into this. I'm not just filling in a piece of like right. a bubble. Sure. And vo- and voting. There's more to voting than just writing it down. Right. And of I have course, to say, if you're not going to vote, at least do something. Right. You know what Which I is, mean? Yeah. Which is so much better than those that mm-hmm. don't want to vote and then they don't do anything at all. Yeah. Cause really I mean, quick. Yeah. I was going to make a segue, but then oh, segue really quick. It, segue it was going to okay. be really cheesy. I'm all for it. All right. Well, when you vote, you support the country and people who support us. Our Rick Singer Photography. Outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. Brilliant segue. Thank you. I'm just going to tell you. And I love how every week we have to come up with something that kind of just naturally naturally puts it in there in a very unnatural way. (laughs) Yeah, like that one time. Kudos. One uh, big thumbs up. Yeah. I will say if you have just joined us, you are listening to Outspoken on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and Mm 92.3. And we are joined by Rogers GSA, Gay Straight Alliance President James Pearson and Vice President Casey Cracky. And we are talking about the bullhorn, which has been freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to talk about more other things. And I do find it fascinating. Um, we have a really good panel because we have pro-voting <laughs> over with James. And Casey believes in making change, but she doesn't believe there's power in voting. But you work to actually change things. Now, as you move forward, do you think that change can happen... Don't you think change for it to happen has to something has to change in our government? I do believe that's true, and I guess that's like the first step of getting change into the government is voting, mm-hmm. right? But with a lot of people just like not even caring, they just fill in something that's like, okay, voting's done and over with. True. I don't care sure. anymore. That's I do think our biggest, happen. yeah, our biggest voting. enemy is uneducated yeah. voting. Yeah, well, uneducated voting is the biggest threat to democracy. So it's. I, See, the sound bites are everywhere yeah. on the show. We're just going to take these little pieces and just just put them <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah, or you could. But mm-hmm. I find that fascinating, yeah. and I I mean I have great respect for your train of thought. Especially, I mean, I probably would have cried if you're like, I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. But you're doing something, and I find it fascinating because as we grow, especially out of high school, and yes. we start developing, 
being able to find how we make change without mm-hmm. I think we run into voting no matter what. So all the time. maybe all the time. It's just the way our it'll be fascinating. country runs. Right. And I think I think the reason people don't vote is because people don't vote. And hear me out. Hear me out on this. I'm going to hear That it. sounds like an absurd that idea. That sounded like well, a strange statement. Well, 34%. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> 34% of people voted in Spokane County alone. Nationwide, it's around 30 to 40%. Anyways, I, yeah. not even half of us vote. No. If not even half of us vote, nothing's really going to change that you know that we want to change and aren't so, we at the whim of mm-hmm. who, whatever these these entrenched yeah. uh people who need to be term limited they are in, in what's the word institutionalized absolutely and so basically yeah. we are allowing mm-hmm. our lives to just be dictated by whoever's up there exactly you and know what, what we mean? find all the time is the people who feel good and feel like oh my my side of the things my party my ideas are winning i'm going to vote to continue that right. and the people whose ideas consistently get shut down say well i can't do anything about it so they don't right. have a voice but if 100% of us voted i can assure you that it would be there much would be more, more equal. There would be the a people. lot of change. And I would say, I would challenge, mm-hmm. I would even challenge Casey to the thing we talk about in here is I understand when we look at national politics, that is very big. Very, and yeah. it does feel like, what am I going to do locally? You know? Um, well, you're doing already something locally because you're mm-hmm. supporting an issue that's important to you. And uh, I would at least, that would be the, the minimum I would hope that we can do. Uh, the other thing I'm saying that we've been learning, we've had politicians and local politicians on mm-hmm. here, is... I think we have more of a chance of influencing local politics. Well, and if we you, absolutely have a more And if chance. you influence mm-hmm. local politics, eventually that becomes national politics. So if you at mm-hmm. least vote locally, you might be able to have that voice. And I, like I said, I'm just throwing it out there. I love that you are discovering your ideas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I have to say, no matter what, I can see you just... Being a great influence on the kids if you're a teacher um, and being involved in organizations. And that says, that says a lot all in itself. Yeah. At least we're getting out there saying, no, let's, let's create more people who, who are mm-hmm. more accepting and mm-hmm. more giving and more, you know. Exactly. And that can exactly. change the world. Absolutely it can. I think showing who we are and being outspoken about it yeah. and freedom of speech. I love it. it. All ties back Good together. Full bullhorn. Circle. Now, Sergey, my friend. Oh boy, what are you going to um, say to me? What's you your bullhorn? You want me to get passionate, don't you? Do it. Get, All right, I I'm going to get intense. I'm going to get intense and in your face. I might have to lower my microphone. All right, <laughs> separation of church and state. Let's talk a little bit about this. Um, our country was founded almost, almost entirely on separation of church and state. We escaped, like we have mentioned, uh, from Britain from. The religion over there and the oppression that that was caused because we wanted to practice uh, whatever religion we wanted to. And we didn't want the government to interfere with that because the government is separate. The church is separate. Practice Mm. whatever you want. Believe whatever you want and separate that within your politics and your freedom and your money. Exactly what we see these days. And this is really big deal is we see churches not only endorsing politicians, but also talking full on about who you should vote for if you're part of that church and the thing is if you're a pastor if you're a leader of a church if you are a leader of congregation your words matter a lot more what you have to say affects the hundreds the thousands of people in your church and they're going to believe you because you are who they look up to and i don't think that you get that vote i don't think that you can say that 
because your church is a 501c3 nonprofit organization tax exempt by the IRS. If you're not going to pay taxes, you cannot be involved in the government. If you're going to be involved in the government, pay taxes. There's a new thing called a free church. A free church pays taxes, all of that, and they have the rights completely, and I agree, they do have the rights completely, to talk about politics, to endorse certain things, mm -hmm. and to do that. Well, they are an actual public organization. Exactly. Um, exactly. They're also not protected by the ever-expanding laws of, oh, of religious gosh. liberties that they're are getting out of hand. But there's And the turn of, of that coin is, mm -hmm. we talk about Judge Scalia yes. on yes. the Supreme Court. Our government isn't separating no, church and state either. our government either. is not separating church and state. I think judges specifically should never, ever have uh, religion being influenced they their decisions. I don't even understand why they have a political affiliation. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't care if you're you're not supposed to, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be unbiased. That's part of being a judge. That's exactly and yet now you're coming and saying I'm a Republican and Justice Scalia notoriously saying time and time again mm -hmm. in media that his decisions are influenced by his Catholic upbringing yep. and that and he says that is why he would probably not vote for uh, marriage equality if it came to the Supreme Court. And here are two things I would say to Scalia. First of all, have you looked at the Pope recently? Have you listened right. to the Pope recently where right. he is supporting not only gay marriage, but also yeah. uh, supporting of divorce, which is another thing that um, the Catholics are against. And also, mm -hmm. last time I checked, in 1776, we didn't write the Bible. We wrote the Declaration of Independence, and then in 1789, well, hey, now, we had the Constitution. Sure correct. I um, read in a book the somewhere. The Bible <laughs> is not part of our government. Let's be honest. Right? And why is it such... Yeah. First of all, you talk about we started this country uh, to have freedom of, of religion, religion. Mm -hmm. and yet, honestly, we have freedom of Christianity. We have freedom of not Christianity. Not of other religions. We really do. Of we one really religion. Do. And when people say this country was founded on Christian foundation no, no it was not 100 percent, it was not i'm not saying that the ideas in christianity yeah. please i was a preacher's kid yeah are not wonderful but i'm saying that doesn't mean you have the right no. to say your religion is the only way exactly we live in a country exactly. that's supposed to have freedom of religion yeah and i think if benjamin franklin was here right now oh boy would he be mad he would right. be mad about a lot of things but he right? would be mad about freedom of religion right now Let's hear you sound off from your generation, from your in high school. What are your thoughts on uh, separation of church and state, uh, freedom of religion? Well, if we just look back into any of our history, whether mm. it be in America or somewhere in Europe or Africa or Asia, uh, religion has always had a really big impact on mm -hmm. the person who's running it. And I think religion within itself is a great thing to have because it gives you belief in times that you're saddened or dark, but using it to manipulate it on other mm -hmm. people and influencing them and causing hatred against others just shouldn't be allowed. So when you guys were talking about uh, judges being unbiased, I completely agree with that mm -hmm. because they're the ones who are supposed to determine between something being right constitutionally and something being wrong constitutionally. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that if you have such a large bias. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Completely. And I mean, and talk about political parties. I mean, parties have platforms. They do. They, they have a bias. So if you, yeah, if you say you're going to just, you can't be affiliated either way. Casey, what are your thoughts? I agree that you cannot, like, being biased is probably like a don't if you're, like, making, like, huge decisions. Mm -hmm. But if you're, like, if you've grown up with, like, this religion, like Christianity, they have a lot of mindsets that you can and can't do. It's hard to set aside what you morally think is correct to what's constitutionally or, like, 
a large agreement what's okay and what's not. Like, a lot of people are getting like, divorced now, but it's against, like, the Christian stuff and, like, the Catholic right. stuff. But, like, today it's an okay thing, but they're still really not okay with it. So, like, if, like, a court ruling is saying, like, oh, you can't get divorced, like, I'm not allowing this divorce or something like that. Right. It's going to be because of the religion. It's, like, because mm-hmm. they morally think it's right. Right. So it's hard mm-hmm. to, like, differ between your morals and their morals and, like, And this community. is very true. Right. I think that is probably the crux of the hardest part of the this paradox we have. Yes. Which is yes. our social wiring, you mm-hmm. are correct, is, is mm-hmm. based on how we're raised. So mm-hmm. with a good percentage of... Uh, the population being Christian, they're raised with certain values. I don't think it's impossible. I do think it's very difficult. I, I agree. To be able to realize, but I think it's in how we, how well, I believe that. I mean, look at Judge Wraith, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Love her. All the time. Rock star. All the time she separates. I mean, she she's and Jewish. And she's Jewish. She and Jewish. she's a practicing exactly. Jewish woman. Exactly. But yeah, and somehow she has found this way yeah. of, di- of right. you know, Right. Having that separation right. within her. I will say what I think is it's in the way in which I believe that whatever belief system I have mm-hmm. is very personal to me. I mm-hmm. did not. I used to be that person who told people they were wrong. Um, and I actually, over the years, my, my belief system has changed. And I'm saddened that I was ever like that. Yeah. But I believe greatly in I think we need a namaste attitude is how we it do. has to be, which is I may not understand you. There may be something about you that I don't get. But it doesn't mean I have to make you mm-hmm. like me for mm-hmm. me to be able to get through it. And that's where it is. We live in fear of things we don't understand. So and I in see, fear of being wrong. Because and, if yeah. we accept that someone else is right, you could be wrong. And, and that's, a, that's scary to a lot of people. And because uh, Christian Christianity belief system is very much based on uh, the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. There is no other way yes. but through this way. And then they're allowed, they allow themselves to accept someone else's thought process, then that little crack is there of mm-hmm. what if I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, they can't be wrong. Their whole life, their whole safety of mm-hmm. their person is based on it. So you bring up a very can of worms, Casey, <laughs> which is huge. You're right. It's not as easy as just saying, well, why can't we just accept everyone? And I don't think it's it's a wrong thing for a that. judge to make a moral decision. I think it's a wrong thing for a judge to make a moral decision just based on their uh, right. religious affiliation. I think right. a moral decision can be different than what your religion tells you to do right. because... Well, I think it's respect. Yeah. It comes oh, down absolutely. to respect of going, okay, let's narrow it on down. Mm-hmm. You, what is the old civil rights saying? You don't have to live next to me. Just give me my equality. Exactly. You don't have to agree that, that mm-hmm. I should have this, but in a society, if we are not equal, then society yes. will crumble. Yes. Um, but I think divorcing the way like Casey says that we are wired because of our upbringing and everything mm-hmm. that is hardwired into you mm-hmm. because it was so much repetition over so many years absolutely i you know right? this i know this yeah. I, a lot of people out there know this because that's how you were raised you were raised with the this is the only way you have right. to do this but to go back to freedom of speech, yeah. what it becomes is these conversations. Exactly. Because what you just did is make my brain cramped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it means we talk about it and go, mm-hmm. wait, I am coming from a whole other part over here. I yep. hear what you're saying. I'm willing to sift it through. Now, how do we find a way? Because it's not right that they're doing it that way. Right. But th- right. I do believe they have a right to their to their belief system. So how do we find that? Well, I think ground? it is that respect. Um, I think what it comes down is there are things that I personally – 
don't believe in i don't i'm not going to do that because i don't believe in mm-hmm. it but i know that as a person someone else could strongly believe right. in doing that and that's great for them you know if some people if some people for their religion they can't eat meat you know if they right. can't eat cows great i'm i am going to be eating a cow because that sounds delicious right. <laughs> if your religion <laughs> prohibits that that's awesome. Awesome. Go for it. I'm not going to I'm not going to judge you based on that. If right. your religion honestly allows polygamy even or polyamorous relationships, great. Go for it. I I'm not going to judge right, you that on that. That is not exactly. What's for me. Not and I will say me. you and I ran into this when we went we to mm-hmm. uh PatCon here yes. in Spokane yes. and took those classes. Um it is a fine line. It is a fine line. And it's very hard, but I think mm-hmm. people like Justice Scalia aren't even trying to find the line. No. no. And that's where the problem becomes. <laughs> yeah. You are so arrogant. In, I think we all have to agree to a discussion. And if you are so mm-hmm. arrogant in your belief system, then you're not allowing a discussion at all. Right. You're interpreting freedom of speech like we talked earlier as, ha- as you are right mm-hmm. and everybody else mm-hmm. needs to get on board with you. That's not what it was intended for. Absolutely so, not. So good, good points. Yeah. I have to say. We're all talking about this. This is good. Um... But yeah, so f- separation <laughs> church and state. Back yeah. to that, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very important. That's what our country was founded on, and I think, and I think right. we, we should see more of that. It. Yeah, um, because it only really exists when it's in the benefit of the church. And it does, and they only yeah, they only okay. complain about it. Yeah, <laughs> when it's might infl- it might impact them. That's the right. only time they're like right. separation of church and state. Every other time they're like, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with how, how it works in awesome. my favor. Yeah, you know, it's like you didn't know there was a contest, but you're winning. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. It's like, and they're like, "Hey, it's as long as I'm winning, this yeah. is good." <laughs> it's well, when I, you know, and and also you can't say, and I hate when they say this, but when they say they're being prosecuted, persecuted? religion, yeah, religion is not being prosecuted. Persecuted? Huh? Persecuted. Persecuted. <laughs> persecuted. What was I saying? I mean, we could prosecute them, but persecuted. we haven't taken... <laughs> not prosecuted. No, it just no, no, hasn't happened yet. But, yeah, Neither of those things are happening. They talk about being bullied, being really. persecuted by society. Persecuted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, all the time, which I think you guys are the ones persecuting. Right. Let's oh, look at that But that's a political a tactic where if right. you can turn the tables, it's exactly. all about the spin in the media. It is about the spin. Because as we brought up earlier, uneducated voting, mm-hmm. that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. You, I took the soundbite I saw on the news program, and that's how I chose to exactly. vote. That's not how it exactly. works. Exactly. And do, it's not how Do that not works. just take at face value what someone mm-hmm. tells you is true. Always question and find out for yourself. Thank you. All the time. This so, has been a fun first hour. On that note... <laughs> Practice whatever religion you want. I will support your religion, but your I'm right not to going have to that support religion. you telling me what to do. Yeah. Don't impact my life because you or want the and, and say that it's because mm-hmm. your religion. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to suck that. Yeah, exactly. So all of you Satanists out there, all of you Christians out there, all Muslims, of you Jews, Muslims, you name it. Hindu. Right. Great. All of you. There's a long list, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of them. No. Taoism, Confucianism, right. Buddhists. No. I love Buddhists. Buddhists are now great. Now I am confused. <laughs> Pick one, Jonathan. Confucian. Roll a die. Yeah, right? Pick one. Yeah. All right. So we are going to take a quick song break. And we do want to want to thank one more time Rogers GSA representatives, President James Pearson, Vice President Casey Cracky. You guys are, he- are so much fun. Like, that <laughs> was you. really nice. Thank you for taking part in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Listening to the crazy people over here and being yeah. like, I will have an opinion yeah. and stay away from them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will attack you. Right. <laughs> yes, we're wild I animals. loved it. You guys make us think, and I think this is important. Mm. And the next generation to change the world. 
yeah. is sitting right there. Yeah. So thank you for the work you do with the GSA. I think it's very important. Thank you for having us. Definitely. We're Absolutely. glad you're out there. Very sure. And we're going to be start promoting uh, their project with the balloons. Um, so you look at our Facebook page, mm-hmm. at our Twitter, and at our website so we can tell you how you can get involved. That's so that right. would be great. We will promote we're gonna that. Do a f- and now we're going to do a throwback because this has been the bullhorn segment and because this is the perfect song. This is like 93, I think. Um, <laughs> this man hasn't done – he's been busy, you know, driving mm-hmm. drunk and running into people's mm-hmm. houses. Um, but – I hear he's trying to do a comeback. He had a musical and stuff. Billy Joel. Love Billy Joel. And this is all about the things in this world that change and that we want to change. And this is We Didn't Start the Fire.
All right, you are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and we are your hot mess Sunday yes, outspoken we... boy. Yeah, and if you missed us, we're coming into the second hour. Yeah. The first hour was the, we just launched the bullhorn segment. Uh, Sergey and I get very passionate. Oh, so and passionate. And so that was fun. It, we gave ourselves permission to be yeah intense yeah. and vigorously passionate vigorously i just love passionate. that those two uh, <laughs> descriptions of us go really well yeah i think they're very accurate is, i believe they are is, too is the thing and so. i also yeah and i understand our friends who <laughs> yeah <laughs> who are maybe like whoa yeah back whoa. off sorry but you should just, if you're gonna be your friends you should probably just know that yeah see <laughs> i have to know which friends i can talk to yeah. just vigorously about oh, some people i'm true. like this you're just fun friends that's yes. it this is true. You've I mean, you got to know where those boundaries are. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. why I like that we have a show because I have found in my life that most of the time yeah. <laughs> I am intense. I have to, at some level, yeah. back it down. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to have a show because we don't have to do anything like that. We can just, <laughs> exactly. we just have it up. Now, if you're joining us, uh, in the first hour, we were talking to the Rogers GSA kids, uh, the President James Pearson and Vice President Casey Cracky. I thought it was kind of fun that Casey didn't necessarily mm-hmm. always agree with us. Yeah. But I love that. She's I smart. love that. Yeah. She was smart. James is so well-spoken. Oh, absolutely. I, d- I have no doubt in my mind that he will be an author, and then we'll have to have him back on for that. Um, and Casey, although voting, we may disagree, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. wants well, to make an impact on the world. So, Right. She is doing things. Yes, she is. But voting She's would be... She's not being the snipers that I, I mentioned sure, earlier who sure. just stand still. Right. Um, but I'm fascinating because, you know... Right. Watching how we all think differently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gives us an idea of how the world is Well, going absolutely. To work. And I mean, talking to her, uh, it comes, I mean, she said her mom was not very in favor. And then she hears, you know, everything that other people are saying about voting and pro voting. She's 16. Um, and I remember that when I was 16, same thing. Nope. I, right. I wasn't really going to vote uh, because I thought, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then. 17 came around. I was like, maybe I'll vote. 18, I'm like, I am voting today. Well, like you and I said, I think you're going to run into, if you want to make an impact at all, because change is going to have to come at a large Mm -hmm. level, that's probably going to be bills and laws and and, uh, government, eventually you're going to run into that as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think all of us are going to run in, if we're going, we want to make a change, we're going to run into that dilemma and we're going to have to figure it out, you know, if we're anti or for, and you know, people are going to have different answers. So I'm fascinated to see as Casey gets older what answer she comes up with because yeah. it's, it's going to yeah. be different than mine. And and that's a good thing. At least she's mm-hmm. doing something. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm fascinated I, with. I think the the more different answers we have for the same issues, mm-hmm. the the better. We'll get there. We'll get there somehow. And we'll get I, – I mean, we'll get there in the benefit of all the people. You know, all the people will be happy the way we got there. So we were offered a impromptu, kind of spontaneous interview with William Shatner. Yes, we got a phone call saying Mm. there's not a lot of outlets that we want to interview. Will you guys please interview? We turned it down the first time because we couldn't fit it in our schedule. And And they came back to us a week later and said, actually, we kind of want you to fit it in your schedule. Please do it. Yeah. It's a big honor for us. So we are are fitting it in this show for the 30th, our Thanksgiving weekend. So... Yeah, and his his show begins soon. So December fourth, it's coming to Spokane. Um, So remember, so this is this. So listen, he's going to have a lot of great things to say. We are more than honored that we got to talk to him. So here's the interview. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Outspoken. Thank you so much for taking time to do our show. So glad to be with you guys. I'm looking forward to coming there and uh, having you publicize the fact that I will be at the I and D performance. 
Yes, at seven thirty, right. you'll be down there for your your big show, Shatner's World. We just live in it, which I love the name of that. You were just recently in Spokane, weren't you? With Popcon. I, I was. Uh, I had the best steak there. They were yeah. incredible. It's it's it, Spokane is a beautiful city, and uh, I didn't get much of a chance to take a look around. And I will be there uh, for a couple of days, and I'll uh, uh, grasp the opportunity to do that and go back to that steakhouse. It was wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah, we have some good food in this town. We absolutely do. And we're thrilled that we didn't scare you away and you're yeah. still coming back. Well, I, <laughs> not only did you not scare me away, you, you, it was like an open invitation. I'm coming back to uh, to really do a show. I was there with a, uh, with a, a Comic-Con right, and, right. Uh, and signed some autographs and pictures and stuff and, and spoke a little on stage. But now I'll be out there doing this one-man show that I did on Broadway that mm. got these great reviews. And, yeah, you did. And and, uh, and then I toured uh, many of the cities in the United States and Canada and, and, and Australia with great reaction. And so here I come to back to Spokane now in full performance and uh, looking forward to uh, greeting the audience and, and interacting with the audience. And, and this is a great audience show. The people over the, uh, over the many theaters I've uh, gone to have stood and cheered, and uh, it's been a really remarkable uh, uh, joining of actor and audience. I, I feel it very deeply. Well, and I mean, let's get right into the meat of it. It's a very nuanced show. I mean, it's funny. It's uh, uh, You talk about some deep things, like with your father. Um, it's very much an interaction of you walking through your life. Is that is that a fair uh, that, assessment? Yes, yes. It, 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 the... The experience of my life, but the stories uh, hopefully have a uh, a common interest that the people identify with it. Like you say, I talk about my father, but I talk about death. I talk about the death of a horse. I talk about the death of the char- a fictional character. How mm-hmm. people react to death. What the what the mystery of death. Uh, what love is, and how love interacts with death, and how love can uh, uh, keep people alive. And and uh, and so that although. It's death in a general term. It's death also specifically, and and it connects and it makes the show, it deepens the show and the meaning of what I have to say. And what is it like for you to, as you had put this show together and you took it to Broadway and and it looking back at your life and putting together this this one man event? What was that like to look at your life in that kind of a microscope? Well, it it uh, certainly does. Give you a sort of a spreadsheet of, of the, some of the events in your life, <clears throat> but it's the challenge of a one-man show. Mm. I I I was uh, I was uh, I went to a theater here in Los Angeles uh, to to hear an oratorio, thirty-five hundred seat capacity house, uh, the Pantages Theater, and there were over two thousand people on stage uh, singing and performing the oratorio. Some weeks later, I go back on that same stage, and I'm alone, facing those 3,500 people. Oh wow! For, the, uh, for you know an hour and a half, two hours. Sure. Yeah. Forming the same task, those people rose and cheered as they did in the oratorio. I, I, the challenge is enormous to do a one-man show on Broadway, mm-hmm. get notices like that, and right. and continue to do it and continue to have that reaction is remarkable. The challenge is overwhelming. 
Sure, yeah. As you as you go through this one-man show that you've been doing and getting such great reviews, uh, where next after Spokane? For anyone that's uh, listening and can't make it to Spokane or wants to see it again, where else can they go uh, well, to see I'm it? Well, I'm going to uh, New Jersey. I'm going to Kansas. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a very limited number of, uh, of uh, shows, four or five, I think, uh, uh, following in January. Uh, so uh, look at my website. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, New York and Manhattan, Kansas, uh, to name two. Uh, well, and I know Shatner's no, World has. Shatner. Mm-hmm. Go there and yeah. you'll find out. Perfect. Where I'm yeah, yeah. And I even stumbled across Shatner's World has its own website, Shatner'sWorld.com, doesn't it? Yes, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. So you have been in this industry for, I would say, right around five decades. Does it, and yet you keep turning in work that people continue to connect to. Do you ever get tired? You know, I mean, there's, well, uh, it's know, a lot of work, it, to be honest. Interesting, but yeah, a lot of traveling and a lot of... Um, this morning, I tapped into a mm-hmm. a uh, bubble of fatigue. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, know, uh, you guys are doing your show, and, and uh, you got to get up for it, and you're sleeping, right. you're doing right. it, you know, you're giving it energy. But sometimes you got up that morning and you're really tired and you mm-hmm. you listen to your body and think, my gosh, I am really tired. Yeah. And you rev yourself up and you're going. And you deny, you're in denial about that fatigue until later in the day when you can uh, put your head down. Yes. That's the same with me. Uh, you get going. You're the fire horse. Uh, you hear the signal and suddenly you're in the harness and you're pulling. And I'll say to even even a little bit be compared to part of what you do yeah. we now we can go home and never have to work again yeah. that's, that's a brilliant brilliant compliment but you're right we talk about you know we are young actors ourselves as well as doing the show and a one-man show is so it, it's, it's all on your shoulders you know where we can play off each other if it's in in an ensemble cast or the way Sergey and I work together but this is all on you you know, to carry that through. So that has got to be daunting. It is daunting and uh, requires a lot of work and a a lot of thought and then a lot of courage. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, you're going in front of those people and at any moment, you know, I did a, uh, I did a one-man show. uh, Well, I did a a singular appearance uh, for half an evening Mm -hmm. uh, uh, at a baseball stadium Oh, wow. uh, with a symphonic orchestra behind me and a huge screen of, of, of figures. And and I had a microphone uh, and a setup on second base, so I was addressing about 35,000 people. Wow. Oh, yikes. And I, I could whisper into this yeah, yeah. great microphone and, and sound system so that doing the ending of the world with all this music going on behind me, and yet there were moments of silence that if anybody had yelled out, you know, uh, beam me up, Scotty, or something, it would have ruined the, the, the whole thing. And the <laughs> challenge was to deny anybody with that impulse to scream out. Sure. You know, we love you, Bill, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. To keep the moment so alive that, they, that anybody thinking that I'm going to yell out would be intimidated. You know, the people who yell out in a moment in, 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 in a tennis game, when right. it's, it's one point between the, the championship and, I, and somebody yells out, why would they? Why would they yell out? Except right. for their own ego, right? Yeah, so, to get noticed. Yeah, right. And and there's all there's always 
who has that mindset. And yeah. you've got to make sure that they're not going to do that. And uh, how you do that, uh, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. intuition. <laughs> but there I was in front of 35,000 people, the ending of the world, and a lowering electric storm behind me in, in oh. Los Angeles. There was an electric storm. So it was a magical evening. But all I needed was one voice, and it would have been destroyed. Right, sure. And I have That's to think, for a man with your career, with creating, uh, you know, characters like, of course, Captain Kirk, which I'm sure has followed you forever, uh, T.J. Hooker, Denny Crane, it's got to be harder the more you create these amazing characters that people connect to that they're not gonna somehow, you know, scream out something to you because you've made this amazing career of characters. Well, I, I, I thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's a challenge, and and this one man show mm-hmm. balances on that challenge, a knife edge, all mm-hmm. the time, and uh, and that's what I'm excited about doing at Spokane on on the, the December fourth. Yeah, I am the Performing Arts Center. We're excited to have you here uh, in Spokane. Before we let you go, we just wanted to ask: Is there anything? Uh, coming up in the next couple years, uh, acting-wise, that you're going to be in? Any other projects in store that we'll be looking for? Well, uh, um, there's a book uh, that's out uh, today uh, okay. uh, uh, called uh, uh, Catch Me Up. And uh-huh. it's a book aimed at over 50 who are having trouble getting jobs because uh, there's, a, there's a disparity there. And uh, how to use the... the uh, networks, the, the oh, uh-huh. Twitter and the... Mm-hmm. Right, right, on the social media. The social media. Uh, how to use it to uh, to your benefit. And it's not as difficult or complicated as it seems. It's just, it needs explaining to people who haven't right. used it before. So, Catch Me Up is out there uh, mm-hmm. right now uh, and as is uh, going to work on a four-hour character arc on a series called Haven. Oh, nice. That'll be out there in a while, so uh, I, I start that uh, this coming weekend. Well, uh, you know, we have to I'll say... We have yeah. to say that, um, first of all, you seem just ageless always, in, and I'm sure in, in a lot of our minds. Um, and so, selfishly, we never, ever, ever want you to stop acting. But, <laughs> but I know it gets rough. We want to thank you for even taking a moment to be with us today. Uh, we want to remind everybody that Shatner's World, We Just Live In It, is going to be at the IMB Performing Arts Center December 4th. That's a Thursday at 7.30 p.m. We'll put up all of the links to um, William Shatner's website and to get tickets for the show. Thank you, sir, for taking time to be with us. Jonathan, Sergey, thank you so much. Thank you so you very have, much. Have a wonderful day. You at the theater. Yes, right, exactly. Bye. Bye-bye. And as we go through the second... Get ready, I should say, to go through the second hour. We are going to be welcoming special guest. He's been on a few times, Brad Crelia. He has been on our show, I think, twice already. We're going to do it on the third time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brad has some special announcements that we are very excited to be a part of announcing for Brad, uh, someone from Spokane. He's doing some big things, and he's being recognized for some big things as well, and we'll let him tell you all about it. He should be calling in. In the next couple minutes, actually. Yeah, actually. And like like Brad always is. Brad is always doing something. Oh, He's... my goodness. The boy doesn't stop. Oh, yeah. Even if he should maybe breathe a little. Yeah. <laughs> Which he should a lot of the times. But time. I just have to say I mean, we're running for office, hipster. I mean, come on. We're it no better. That's true. You know, That's I mean, true. he actually does more than us, probably. But we're not good at sitting still. No, no. Yeah. We have to be doing something. I think we, we shock a lot of people when they find out the meetings we have <laughs> and that, like, uh, we recently took an all day meeting. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, we boy. just are 
constantly yeah. trying to work. Get yeah, better. so don't be surprised when we're just meeting and then you text <laughs> us and say, hey, can you hang out? No. Like, actually not right now. No. Well, that's a, see, that's interesting because we are honestly always doing something. And my roommates talk to me and they they say, hey, I haven't <laughs> seen you for honestly a week. I have not seen you. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> uh, I've been doing things for exactly. the show. Right? Well, it's hard. Time. When you work all through the week, you work and you go to school. Yes. And we yep. do our show. Uh, people yesterday, because typically we... Most of the time we have Saturday as our free day. Yeah. We pro- yeah. we work six days a week. Let's just say it. Yeah. Um, and Saturday is typically the day we still we end up doing off. research, mm-hmm. but it's mostly our mm-hmm. time to do what we will on it. And so yesterday I would have friends texting me saying, I want to go do this or right. I want to go do that. Right. And I'm like, I can't. Like, you're never available. And I'm like, no, I swear. <laughs> yeah. this I is will just be one day. an odd Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot, yeah. All Saturdays are this going to be like. But anyways, enough about talking about how great we are. <laughs> No, we're pretty great. And I will say that we yeah. get accused of that a lot, but I don't care. Yeah, people say that not only are we vigorously and intensely passionate, but we're also self-centered. So it's right. fine. <laughs> so, you know what? We just choose to own it. So, right, yeah. <laughs> because we're actually here because we love all you yeah. out there who listen. And so. right. We're not doing this for us. It's we're for doing humor. It for the... It's for humor. Yeah, exactly. That we, that we entertain you. But mm-hmm. And I hope people understand that more. And the Kurt thing, guys. To everyone, I've gotten this so many times. To everyone who says, you are so mean to Kurt, Sergey. Yes. How can you not be ashamed You're of yourself? You're a horrible human being. It's a joke. It is it's a joke. joke. We have a lot of fun. This is what we do with family. But we are waiting. We are, uh, in just a minute, we are going to welcome Brad Crelia, uh, a guest that I love that we keep having him on. Because so, he's so much fun. And yeah. he's so smart. So smart. He makes me feel not educated. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you you are educated. Brad's just on a whole different level. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A whole nubba level. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hello, hello, Brad. You are on the air. Hello. Welcome back. We can't even do Thank the whole... Thank you for that intro. Oh, yeah. we... Very oh. nice of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. I think that Outspoken has a love affair with Brad Creelio. Yeah. Well, credit well, where credit's due. I have a love affair with you, you guys. You guys are the greatest. <laughs> oh, You're awesome. Stop it. Well, thank you for being on. You know, we didn't say a lot about you coming on because it's full of fun mm-hmm. surprises for Spokane yeah. and everyone. And I kind of wanted, like Christmas, to wait... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until you could come on and say, and one of the first things we want to talk about with you is you are, you have been recognized. I have been. Um, Pause Magazine has their top 100, and this year it is um, individuals who are under 30. 30 um, so uh, I, I guess... I guess it wasn't. It's not. Um, so you're young, is what you're telling me. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> under thirty who have yeah. been um, recognized for being champions in, of sure. uh, HIV and AIDS. So it's a lot like advocates forty under forty, but yeah, 30 it's under a big 40. deal. Yeah. Sure, yeah, really about that. Just that's you know, amazing. I put a, a lot of work into Hipster, and you know we've done some amazing things with Hipster. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, um, it's not up right now, but. Um, Part of the good news we'll be talking about in a minute is that Hipster will be coming back. Exactly. Um, well, and the other thing form. is mm-hmm. rec- because we need not down the work when it was actively running, um, no matter what's happening yeah, right we now. Did, we, we did some amazing things. Um, you know, we were recognized uh, in the New York Times uh, last summer uh, in, the New York, in their Sunday magazine mm-hmm. on the front page. Uh, when we worked, we partnered with GMHC when I was in New York, uh, where we... Uh, 2013 AIDS Walk, where we raised 5.3 million dollars, oh, wow. and uh, we had about 75,000 people come out and you know march in the pouring rain, and you know that was an amazing opportunity. Uh, we also 
were able to sponsor the first ever New York City mayoral candidate forum on HIV oh, uh, wow. with all the candidates there, um, including um, uh, Bill de Blasio. Yeah. And how so, lucky... Uh, how lucky just, is you know, Spokane? We're, we're really happy with what we were able to accomplish, um, you know, over the years. Wow, a whole lot done. Right, and how lucky are we in Spokane that you came home? Mm-hmm. Is all I have to say. Yeah. Be- well, and maybe yeah, and, not and lucky that's for part some. Part of what I, when yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about, you know, uh, the next sort of surprise. Um, right. You know, Spokane is 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 my home, and I love it. You know, I've lived in Seattle, San Francisco, and New York, and sure. you know, I decided uh, Spokane is the place where I, you know, I want to call home, and I want to work to, you know, make it, you know. A better city and a better place and you know we're heading in a really great direction and i think that you know we have some amazing yeah. great place better than it already is see it's people like you that we need more of the people that right. go out to new york do do work out there and then come home and say we and need to bring spokane because and honestly and i think we're best. seeing that i think we're yeah. seeing a lot more of that where younger people are going out and getting the experience they need and bringing it back to spokane and that's right. going to help right. us you know move forward and i think that's amazing now tell us you know we all do the work that we do not for the accolades, but because we believe in it and you work so hard at it. But what is it like to get that phone call out of nowhere that says, we know how hard you've worked and we actually want to recognize you? You know, it's an amazing feeling. Um, you know, I, I I never really expected to get that kind of recognition from, mm-hmm. you know, from history. I did it just to, you know, educate younger people and to, you know, give them a, give them somewhere to go to, you know, feel comfortable and feel like they can be open about their status um, with right, HIV. Right. And um, that was my main goal. And, you know, to be recognized by a, you know, a national magazine is, is a, you know, a really great feeling. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's really, you know, humbling. And sure. I do want to tell everybody who's listening, um, you are listening to Outspoken, and this is Brad Creelia on the line. He is definitely a mover and shaker, just recognized by Paws Magazine as one of the top 100 under 30 of activists um, working for change mm-hmm. in, in, in HIV, uh, the HIV world. Um, and one of the things I want to say is, you know, they, for everybody listening now, um, the magazine online was released on the 17th, so you can go to www.pause.com um, to see our very own. We should take pride in Spokane yes. that we, yes, we should. have people changing the climate of our world mm-hmm. that are from here and that live here. You and know? are now changing the climate of Spokane. Right. And speaking yeah. of changing well, the climate. Spokane's being recognized. You know, we were, we, were, yeah. we were listed as the third gayest city in the country, you mm-hmm. know, and um, – sure. I know that there's been, um, you know, one or two other people in Spokane who've been recognized by Paws and different magazines as being, you know, champions for HIV or champions for gay rights. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're moving in the right direction. So, um, you know, Spokane is, is a, has a definitely has an upward trajectory. See, I think so, too. And yeah. I think more and more yeah. people are catching that fire here in Spokane. And I think we're probably going to see more and more people from Spokane changing the world. But speaking of bringing your experience back to Spokane to do something that Mm -hmm. you believe in, that you think is going to even change our climate here in Spokane even more, you have a very exciting uh, announcement that affects us that live here in Spokane. Yeah. um, And you guys are the first to, to, no, and to you know yes. get to announce it. Um, awesome. We are. Um, my family mm-hmm. is helping me restart the local planet magazine. Um, we're going to be wow. a digital online magazine, uh, alternative magazine, mm-hmm. um, three tiered, where we'll be doing some radio with, with the help of 
you know, KYRS and Outspoken, mm-hmm. uh, as well as um, uh, live um, internet TV, uh, as well as the magazine um, on an online format similar to Hipster. And right. Hipster will be um, a column in the new local planet. And I think that's um, amazing. Now, speak to us. You mentioned there, for people who don't know, um, mm-hmm. your connection to the original local planet. Yeah, my, my mom and dad started it. Um, I, you know, one of the reasons I came back to Spokane was, you know, 10 years ago was mm-hmm. the local planet closed mm-hmm. its doors, unfortunately, um, after my mom passed away from uh, hereditary illness. Um, so it feels really good to be able to come back to Spokane 10 years later and, you know, restart a business that, you know, unfortunately we didn't have the financial support, you know, mm-hmm. the, the end lender and the spokesman were a little nasty with advertisers and, mm-hmm. you know, we happened to be a little more progressive than Spokane was ready for at the time. But, you know, we had 65,000 readers compared to, you know, 45,000 with the end lender. So we had a great exactly. base and people loved the local planet. It's just more bringing in money, unfortunately. Right. Um, and I think, so I think now Spokane is ready for a true alternative voice, and we're going to be the only alternative voice in the Northwest. And I'm really excited to be able to share that with Spokane. And I think it's amazing that you are coming back. And I honestly think, like you said, you've come at the perfect time to re relaunch, to reboot um, yeah. that wonderful thing. And I really think it's great because something that we as Spokaneites took pride in Back in the day, we can take pride in again. Mm-hmm. I mean, leadership is where it's at, and you definitely, definitely have leadership. Are you concerned um, with the response that you might get from, you know, established papers like the Inlander or like Spokesman Review? Is that a concern you know, at all I, as you move forward? Absolutely not. You know, I think I think Spokane has. Uh, you know, I think we actually have a void that needs to be filled, and. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think the Inlander has become more of the weekly standard than an alternative magazine, and I think that it needs a progressive voice. And sure, you know, I think sure. we're filling a void that Spokane really needs. Right. So, to those, um, I, I definitely think there'll be some, you know, some out, outlash or outlash. I don't, yeah. I, I'm sure, you know, the spokesman and the Inlander, you know, hated the local planet back when we were running it originally. <laughs> I'm and, sure they did. I'm hate sure it. they're not going to be very happy about, you know us coming back but yeah, yeah. you know spokane can have you know three magazines you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah we can support and, that oh know, absolutely yeah. I, I think that there's a big enough group of people who you know want to hear mm-hmm. you know uh unabashed you know just true you know opinionated progressive views and 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 have a place where they can go and read you know about similar feelings that they have right right and it, i love that you are relaunching it and you have you know a radio section a, a music uh not a music a video section and the online magazine part to it so to those readers who have you know previously been uh reading the local planet when it when it existed in the first uh the first version what is going to be similar you know what what are you bringing back that is the well, local planet we're bringing back some of the main columns. So, sure. um, well, one thing I want to say before that, um, we're going to we're partnering with the Spokane Public Library, where we'll have the full. Um, okay. We're scanning every issue of the original Local Planet. We're going to have that as an archive on the lo- new Local mm-hmm. Planet website. That's amazing. So you'll be able to read, um, you know, all of the previous issues, right. um, which I'm really excited about that. Um, but we're also going to be bringing back. Um, City Council Beat, uh, which was, you know, our coverage of Spokane City Politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're bringing mm-hmm. back Police Beat, which is kind of a, you know, 
funny take on, uh, you know, the police department and, you know, kind of weird arrests or, you know, weird situations that happen with, with you know, the police <laughs> right. during the week. Uh, we're going to bring back a, an advice column. Um, it was originally called Cabana Boy. Um, I, I can't really tell you about the name of, you know, what we're going to be doing now, but it's going to be with a local drag queen, a well-known awesome. drag queen will be doing an advice column for us. People uh, are going to have to read and, to find um, out. You know, the Inlander decided that they're not going to be doing political endorsements anymore. So right. um, we we definitely are going to be doing political endorsements. Um, it's called the Ministry of Truth, where we Ooh. basically have the editor, myself, as I'm going to be basically publisher and creative director, and some of the writers are going to come in and we sit down with the candidate and ask them a few generalized questions and an SAT question and then kind of a goofball question. And <laughs> it's not really a, a, a endorsement of sorts. It's more right. just getting to know a candidate. And, sure, sure. you know, then each writer individually will kind of give their stake on, you know, or their their opinion on the person and, and, let, and let the voters kind of have a unique view into who these people are running for office and, you know, something different and, you know, different than you know, the, the, you know, the male the book that you get from the, you know, the election commission, you know, it's a right, different take right, on right, who these yeah. candidates are. And I yeah. think you get a more honest view of who the people running for office are. So we're really excited about that. And, uh, you know, that's a few years away. It's gonna, you know, we just had an election, but um, yeah. it's going to be exciting once that, you know, once that time comes. And, um, you know, 2016, I think it's going to be a really amazing year for politics. And, you know, we're going to be, be the, crazy. Yeah. At this point, the only the only magazine you know doing a political endorsement, other than you know like the spokesman, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, when when did this start percolating in in that creative head of yours? When did it start going? You know what? Maybe I want to look into this possibility. How long has this been in the works? Uh, you know, it, it's it's been in my mind for for years. I you know I I was thinking about it went all the way back. You know, when I started Hister. Um, I've always wanted to restart the local planet. You know, it, it was something that meant a lot to my family. Um, mm. You know, it meant a lot to to them just to, to be able to, to, to help Spokane in that way. Like I mentioned before, just giving, you know, a true progressive voice and, you know, letting people, you know, get something that they, they don't necessarily usually get in, in media and in writing. And I'm excited that we're going to have, you know, apps, uh, we're going to have radio, we're going to have you know, video and have online content because it's just going to be accessible to so many more people. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's been, it's been in my mind for a long time. It just, you know, I thought 10 years was the perfect time to start it. And, um, right. you know, I, we've talked before, you know, about my pol- um, political ambitions and right. uh, unfortunately due to some health issues that I'm having, that's not something I can do. And, um, you know, I, I, I thought that, you know, because of that, you know, I, I, I think that this is the perfect time to, to do mm-hmm. local finance and mm-hmm. bring it back. I agree. And I also, uh, outspoken, would like to be the first to say we still know that in the future we will be uh, seeing you in politics. But this is just a really good <laughs> middle time, is all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, we're certain of well, it. Well, and, it, you know, political, like a, 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 an election, I, I think, definitely is in my future. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to focus on local planet and, you know, make sure. You know, we do everything that we possibly can to make it a successful, you know, true alternative voice for the area. And, you know, that's going to be my focus for the next few years. But um, See, and I think that's know, great. I, I do still have mm-hmm. political ambitions, but, um, you know, that's going to be on the back burner for quite right. a while. Well, this is a great time for this. And it all it does, I think, is help inform uh, you to be an even better uh, political, you know, 
person in the future, a political candidate, with all of us. And honestly, you I, I mentioned. I hope so, but but I think that you know my main focus obviously will just be you know making sure that we put out uh, you know a quality product to uh, you know people and just you know make sure they're getting you know something that they're missing right now in Spokane, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I, I'm excited to be able to do that and to to share that with Spokane. And um, I think that you know we're going to be really focusing on trying to give back to the community as well. Um, you know, we're we're still in the process of figuring out what sort of, you know, business we're going to be, but we're looking right. at a nonprofit so we can work with other nonprofits and give them free advertising or free space right. where they can right. publish, you know, different mm-hmm. things that they're mm-hmm. doing in the community and give them a voice as well. So we're, we really want to focus on making Spokane a better place and, and not just by sharing, you know, great original content, but also by giving, you know, some of our great nonprofits in Spokane a, a free voice as well. Exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned, um, we mentioned competition with uh, with the Inlander and with Spokesman Review. But at the same time, I think innately it's a competition because you're both news sources. But at the same time, you yeah. mentioned it, and it's true. You are going to be filling a void of a space that isn't being talked about in either of those publications. So, yeah, yeah exactly. you know, we're and I really, think that's you know, great. Honestly, I wouldn't say we're even on the same page as them. We're doing right. something totally sure. different. Yeah. We're doing yeah, yeah. something totally innovative and something totally new for Spokane. So exactly we're not you know we're not going to be in print we're not we're not really going to truly be you know uh uh, enemy of those of those two publications we're going to be doing something very different and i think that's exciting right you know something that spokane doesn't have and right um i think that you know because of the different ways we're going to be giving out the news and giving out you know the opinionated pieces it's going to be accessible to just about everyone Sure. Yeah, that's that. That is really exciting, especially that it's so web based and um, you know, the it's video. Content, yeah, the very video now. content. I think that's the coolest part. But um, yeah. when we're also, you know, we're gonna the columns we like we're thinking of right now. You know, we're gonna have we're gonna focus on. Um, uh, yeah. We're gonna focus on you know obviously you know some of the newer things that are happening in Spokane politics like um, you know marijuana. Uh, we'll have right, a marijuana right. section with a, a column, a, a column based, you know, just on marijuana in the city. Um, we're mm-hmm. going to have an environmental section because there's been a lot of really cool things happening, you know, with the urban farming. And um, uh, we're also going to have. Sorry, I'm pulling out my notes. I apologize. No, um, not at fine. all. Uh, you know, we'll have the archive. Um, the mm-hmm. first issue we're going to have a 10 year anniversary kind of discussion of like why we brought back to local planet That's 10 amazing. years later mm-hmm. um but uh you know like i said please be the council be um an environmental column a weed column sure. we're gonna have a really intense um lgbt section which um you're you outspoken is going to be part of which we're really very excited yeah, yeah we're excited to partner so, with um, you for sure so uh, we're also going to reach out to you know san mm-hmm. and um you know spoken regional health and odyssey youth center and um, we're going to have some of the, the editors and the writers from history writing columns as well. So we're going to have some sections that, you know, really are kind of new issues that are happening progressively mm-hmm. in Spokane and, yeah, you know, yeah. make sure that they have the act of the voice they need to continue to grow and continue to right. become successful and embedded in our society here. Sure. Yeah. Things that Spokane really needs. So yeah. what, when are we launching? When's, when's the newspaper, when's the online no. magazine going on? November 30th, today. This uh, we'll, not... uh, well, actually, no, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I got that wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. We're going <gonna>, we're <laughs> to be launching the Wednesday after this this um, 
uh, awesome. November 30th. So right. it's, okay. But um, it's yeah. like launching yeah. Every because we Global announced Planet it. will be coming out. Okay, okay, so we're looking okay. at the 3rd of December. That's not very yeah. far away. No, no. It's that's, this yeah, coming that's, week. Yeah, exactly. I apologize for that. Oh, um, no. Oh, you're fine. We're, we're, we are going to be having a, um, uh event at um, our office space. Um, I We're still working out the lease uh, on the office space, so sure. uh, I can't really go into that right now. But, that's um, completely it's downtown fine. by the Bartlett and 9 and 9. It's a new co-op, really awesome building. Sure. Um, but uh, we're going to have, like, an open house, um, a private open house for, you know, media, politicians, right. and some activists, and, you know, just some of the former, former writers and, you know, just people, stakeholders in the community who, you know, mm-hmm. to get them involved and, you know, to try to show them what we're doing. And then we'll have a public open house maybe the next day or even this, on November 30th as well. So um, basically, you know, everyone will, you know, know that we're coming around and we'll, we'll get ready for the first issue and it'll come out on the, on the third. I am very, I think everybody in Spokane should be very excited. You know, uh, I think it's appropriate that on this show we had this because we just um, did our inaugural bullhorn segment where we got very passionate and very opinionated. And so it's appropriate that you all announce your launching of a very passionate and opinionated uh web magazine really with all of it Definitely. so this is the day to do you know, it i, I think mean that we're you know i think that outspoken and the local planet are a perfect partnership i think that you know yeah. we we obviously so have natural. a lot of the same views you know every time mm-hmm. i've been on the show you know i have a great time with you guys and you know we have a lot of the same you know ideas and and views yeah, for the yeah. future of split can and i think that it's just a perfect partnership for us and I'm very excited to have you guys working with us. Mm-hmm. We are thrilled, and you know, we do want to tell our listening audience that not only, obviously, we're very, we support this 100%, and you, but we're also, you are going to be joining us once a month for Brad Creeley mm-hmm. is going to come on and just be crazy with us and share the things that are important to him. And you're going to be our, our, our correspondent, one of Outspoken's correspondents. And we're excited mm-hmm. to start that segment with you. And this is the perfect. Uh, data just yeah, announced I'm, a bunch I'm, of things yeah I'm really exactly. excited about that Starting and, you know i think that i i think that you know we'll 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 bring some of the local planet content into that and mm-hmm. you know it'll be yeah, a great mix yeah. and you know um i i'm, I'm really really excited to be part of outspoken mm-hmm. and to you know help it being you know being part of your team you know yes and jealous of it i see you guys uh <laughs> you know in the studio and how much fun you're having and you know it it's it, it's exciting that I'm going to be part of that. I'm looking forward to it. We definitely. love it. And, you know, we yeah. feel it's very mutual in the jealousy department. Because <laughs> yeah. as we you look do at this you amazing, mm-hmm. amazing uh, publication and in the passion that you have and in what you're bringing, we are so – it's very mutual admiration society between Outspoken and Brad Creelia, um, for oh, sure. And we definitely want – this has been a day of announcements for, for Brad. I would be exhausted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, starting with... I, I also, I, one other thing, um, oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I lost the PCO election back in November, or back in August. Um, right, sure. But, uh, you know, the Democratic Party here in Spokane has asked me to um, take an appointment for a vacant spot. Um, I don't know okay. which one right now, um, but they're going to be having a, you know, reforming or, re, you know, reformatting meeting uh, in the next... Uh, next few weeks, and um, you know, I'll be selecting a, a precinct to become the PCO sure. out. So, That's amazing. Um, 
That's so awesome. I lost the election by becoming appointed. So uh, sure. you know, I'll be involved in, in local politics again. However, here you get is, there, uh, you know, an, an official in the in the Democratic Party. Well, I do think, as Pause Magazine mm-hmm. recognized, we recognize as well that just as a general human being, your voice is needed. And um, we are very excited that, I mean, there's a lot of ways your voice is getting out there now. And I think it's perfect and the the perfect time where everything came together. Mm -hmm. So we congratulate you on the Pause uh, Magazine recognition. We congratulate you and everybody at the local planet for launching this needed resource. And we're excited that we get to be on board with you there. And we are all so excited that you're part of our show. And I just am so excited now. Yeah. (laughs) I, wanted, I just wanted to say a, a couple other things. Um, sure. You know, so we have our, our, our managing editor is um, she's a awesome mm-hmm. one, a, a young lady here in Spokane. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is Elena Becker. Okay. Um, she's worked in multiple political race, political campaigns and political offices, um, and uh, you know she's she's an amazingly talented woman. And um, Charles Ross, who is a uh, you know another just intelligent man here in Spokane, he's going to be our managing sort of business editor um and then we have some amazing writers as well so um we're also we're in talks with um a local elected official um about mm-hmm. possibly having a column and nice. um we are also um scheduling some really cool interviews that are, are going to be you know pretty exciting for the first few issues so wow um you know things are moving along and yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. that we're going to fit really nicely with the original Local Planet, which which was a nationally award-winning publication. We beat out mm-hmm. the Village Voice for our um, oh, wow. column on 9-11. Oh. Um, you know, we beat a New York magazine on our coverage of the, you know, unfortunate attacks in New York City in, right. in 2001. Well, and a well-established um, and, you know, one, for we're, sure. We're recognized mm-hmm. by the Association Alternative Newspapers. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to be able to bring back something that was, you know, cherish you know not only here in spokane but it was recognized nationally and we're hoping that we can you know fill mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. or you know have that same voice and have that same you know professionality and and right. you know just really well, put, our, put everything we have into it well and with the team that that you have i'm i'm certain of it i'm certain i think of it. yeah i think i see awards i'm gonna pull my psychic card i see awards yeah. in your future <laughs> but i also I so. think you know we're 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 looking at joining the Association of Alternative Newspapers. They finally have sort of recognized um, online media as uh, you know a voice, yeah, um, a viable alternative outlet, press. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at rejoining them, and you know we definitely hope for awards from that. And um, you know it, it's not about awards, but you know we would love to you know fix them up they and help. you know to be recognized yeah. for what we're doing because yeah. I think that we are going to be doing some amazing work and. Well, we um, need to encourage you know. those people doing work that we think speaks for us. So our awards are a great, a great way for the community to say, hey, keep up what you're doing. We recognize it. So I think they, yeah. they are definitely needed. So, Brad, we thank and you so much. it wouldn't so just be much. for us. It'd be for, you know, it'd be for Spokane. And that was, the, that was the thing that we were proud about when we won, you know, back in 2001 was that, you know, we were recognized by a national organization. And, you know, we were able to bring that back to Spokane and say, you know, Spokane has a magazine that, you know, people love and people respect and people read and you know that award was for everyone and we're hoping to do the same you know as we we grow as a new media form here in spokane well we have no doubt and there's lots of exciting things on your plate coming up and uh we're looking forward to seeing uh how we change the world Mm -hmm. uh as individual organizations and together so brad thank you so much and congratulations on all of your accomplishments and we're going to hear a lot more from you guys 
Yes. Yeah. We're so, looking forward to it. Thank yeah. you. Now, you better All sleep right. a lot because you're going to be very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I, I'm gonna, I need to get my rest. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm finally, I, I finally have um, uh, completed my first round of treatment for some health issues that I'm having, and we're um, nice. sure. we're doing a, a, a short stint of dialysis, and um, uh, you know, I'll be back and you know, healthy and working again, uh, you know, full 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 steam ahead. And right. I'm it's... excited to be you know healthy healthy-ish again, and being able to get back to work and. You know, really putting out some great content and doing some great things for some Right, fans. I love so that it's healthy. I just want to thank you guys for letting me, you know, announce this on, mm-hmm. you know, on your show, and uh, you know, just to let you know, I, you know, love you guys, and I'm really excited to be able to be working with you too. Well, we love you we right love back, you and we so support much. you 100. Yeah. percent So we will be talking to you, sir, very soon. So thank you so much Definitely. for taking time this this Sunday morning. Oh, of course. Okay, nice. have a great day, Brad. Bye. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you all for listening to a great outspoken show, that last pre-recorded interview of our good friend and our brother, Brad Crelia. Um, we love you, and that was for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for all the amazing things you've done uh, in Spokane, in this state, in the country, in the world. You've changed exactly. so many lives and touched exactly. so many people. And we are more than happy. I know you're a part of this show from now until eternity, so we're happy that you're with us. So remember... Join us next week. We still have great, great things coming, um, and we're excited to share them as we go forward. And again, thank you to Brad. This is my skin that I've never fit in. I was born the queen and nowhere. This is how it begins. I
Sometimes I bury myself in my own wreckage and don't want to come out. Which part of you is still in the wreckage? Which part of you clipped your own wings? Which part of you will begin at your own end? Which part of you will you let live again? We are, we are more than our scars. What's up, y'all? This is Bob Quick. We listen to Outspoken on KYRS. Okay. My lover's got humor. She's a giggle at a funeral. Knows everybody's disapproval. I should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak. Fresh each week we were born sick you heard them say it my church offers no absolutes she tells me worship in the bedroom the only heaven i'll be sent to is when i'm alone with you i was born sick but i love it and me to be well
the same thing Sidewalks of people with who cares My heart's too big for the city My heart's too big for my own body My heart's too big for you to understand me When I close my eyes I dream in color But my life's in black and white Will it ever get better? I'm not monochromatic Nobody's Nobody's 